0: Hello and welcome to the 4Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo and I am the founder and the director of the 4Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Today is a super special episode because we are joined today by Lilka Adams. Welcome, Lilka. Hi, thank you for having me. Lilka is one of the owners of Lloyd's Carrot Cake, the literal, like, most amazing business in our area. We all love it. We all know it. We all love
1: it. And here you are. I mean, everyone should love it, and everyone should know it. <laughs>
0: everyone does know it, okay? Everyone knows it. <laughs> um, so welcome. Thank you for taking the time, because you are a super busy lady. And thank you so much for coming and joining us. Um, you know, I want to jump right into it. Your father was Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Lloyd started carrot, Lloyd's carrot cake. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you give us a little like story about how that happened? Sure. So um, my father, who is originally from, he was originally from the United States Virgin Islands, Saint Thomas. Um, he came to the states when he was nine, and he really took a liking um, to basketball growing up. Um, and in his college years, um, or actually following his college years, um, he would bake. Um, cakes um, for his friends that would come over to watch Knicks games because at that time he was the only person with cable cable was, was far and few between in households back at during his time. Wow! Um, And so they would come over and they'd say, Lloyd, you should bake a cake. And he would, he would do so. And, um, you know, they thought that he really had something there. Um, you know, and coupled with that, he would go out to different restaurants and he would, you know, look for, a, you know, a good carrot cake, but he couldn't find it. And he said, this is where there's a need for, um, you know, a quality baked carrot cake. Um, and so in the beginning, he started baking out, you know, he baked out of his apartment. Um, you know, he met my mom. And, and in the beginning, my mom had no clue that my father was a baker because, you know, my dad's a six, 200 and 50 pound guy. And I think she, you know, at one point he said, you know, I got to go, you know, bake. And she was like, you bake? <laughs> and it just, it, she could not fathom it. But <laughs> a story goes, my, my father, she, she, he said that, um, you know, she thought it was kind of funny, um that he said that he was a baker, but she didn't think it was funny anymore when she had to wash some pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what did I get into here? (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, you know, know, they got together, and, um, you know, he started a a wholesale business while also, um, you know, he still had a full-time job as a a drug counselor. Um, And, um, you know, they worked out of the basement of my mom's parent's building. So they, you know, they lived in the apartment upstairs and, and he worked out of the basement and my mom worked in cable at the time. She was coming up in, um, the cable business and, um, you know, in her free time, she would call different restaurants and diners and say, you know, we have a, we have a boutique, you know, carrot cake here. Um, would you like to try some? And she, you know, she put her marketing skills to use, um, And then, you know, he saved up enough money to buy a store in Riverdale. Um, Where it still is today, right? Where it still is today. We've sixty It's uh, 6087 Broadway in the Bronx. Um, We've extended a little bit to the, you know, the the neighboring storefront in the building. But um, the rest is history from there. Um, You know, my dad initially started out with the idea of it being a wholesale business and simply just selling to restaurants and diners and hospitals. But... Um, it's just the organic growth of something. When people would pass by, they would smell what was being baked inside, and they were like, oh my God, is there a way that I could just purchase a slice of cake? And that's how the retail uh, portion was born um, for Lloyd's Carrot Cake.
0: So so your dad always wanted to do carrot, specifically?
1: So it it was a recipe from his uh, mom. Uh, St. Thomas. Mom and Grandma. So so yes, this this comes from, you know, it has a Caribbean background. And um, you know, he said that he he always wanted to, in his way, change the world. And his idea of someone having enjoying a really good slice of cake, and someone saying, Oh my god, who made this cake? So that's really what turned him on. Um and um he was a he was a very, you know, a very sweet guy. you know he had he, he looked a little intimidating, you know, very tall and big in stature, but he was a he had an infectious smile. He was um, you know, very warm and inviting. You know, he and my mother never, you know wanted to just, you know, take someone's money and get them on their way. There was always, if somebody wanted to have a conversation, they were happy to have a conversation with them. No matter how busy no they were. No matter how, you know, how busy. If it, if it was a. Except if, the day before Thanksgiving. It, right. You got to get your cake Thanksgiving, and get out. It might be, it might be you know, the, the conversation might be a little short that day, but, you know, always never, you know, never passed up on a conversation with someone, whether it was about the cake, whether it was about the community, whether it was about sports or anything. So. Um, and I, I would hope some of that kind of rubbed off onto me.
0: When did your father pass?
1: So my dad passed in um, 2007, um, and that is when my mom took over the business. Um, he had, um, he had gotten. He was, he was, he had a few health issues at that time. In 1990, I'm going to go back a little bit. In 1990, I want to say 1997, eight. Um, maybe 97, um, my dad was diagnosed with um kidney failure. Um, so for a time my dad would have to go to dialysis and um he had he used to deliver five days a week, but he couldn't do that anymore because he had to have like um like two days out the week he would have to get dialysis, or three days out the week he got to get dialysis. And so um my mom ended up being a match. And so um In 1998 or 9, my mom donated her kidney to my dad. Um, So I always look at my mom as giving my dad. Like another nine more years of life. Excuse me if I get a little emotional. No,
0: no, it's okay. Um but what love is that? We can't even get a call back from that my date.
1: That <laughs> ladies and gentlemen is called real love. Real okay? love. Okay. Um even,
0: even though she had washed those pots and pans. Yeah,
1: you know, and um you know that is that is um that is what I call um a power couple. Um And, uh, you know, kind of to witness that as a kid, as a kid, I was kind of, um, you know, I was like in my teens, was young. So you never want to see your parents in such a vulnerable state. So I kind of, not to say that, like, I didn't care, but I kind of like, you know, you kind of block certain things out because you know, your parents as these strong people. So that was a very vulnerable moment. Right. But, you know, um, you know, I always like, you know, my, my father might've not been here if my mom didn't do that. And, uh. In 2007, when he passed, I said, um, you know, she she took it over, and I was like, she 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 brought it to new heights for uh, about 13 years, because she passed suddenly in 2020. So, um, you know, she she gave the business another 13 more years of life, and just off of that alone, there is no reason why um, we shouldn't just keep that legacy going. Oh, you know? absolutely! You know, the cake is good, but. Their bond was just, um, it was amazing. And it was amazing to witness as a kid.
0: Well, I could I could say to you on behalf of this entire community, you and your brother are doing such an amazing job at keeping your parents' legacy. And I Thank think you. I didn't know your father, unfortunately, but if I, if I you know, going on the story, if he saw where this store is and this brand is today.
1: No, I... Like, it's, seriously. It's funny that you say that, because it's so, it's so bittersweet for me. Because we... we 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 get a lot of wins, right? There's a lot of wins that we get, and I don't I don't know if I necessarily bask in them enough. Um, I'll I'll say like, dang, I wish I really wish they were here to see this. I really do, because um you know they worked really really hard. They were very um they were very hands on um, when it came to the business, because you know you have people out there who are you know who run a business or who are the boss and, you know, they just say they're the boss and, you know, they're not really going to do anything because they pay people to do it. But I think for them, it was personal. And, you know, Deion Sanders is always saying, you know, this is personal, but for them it was personal because this was something from the heart. It was something from family. And for me, it's very personal because, you know, it's family. And I always want to make sure that, you know, people that come in today and try Lloyd's carrot cake, you know, have that same reaction that um, people had back in the '80s when my dad first started. You know, and uh, that's 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 really the main goal for me. My main goal is for the the consistency to still be there, and for um and for for the people for the people who do come in and love the cake to also love the story of my parents too. Because my story, people ask me about my story, but for me, my story is their story.
0: Right. You make me cry, brother. Oh,
1: sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. on a No, Sunday no, morning. no. But it's just such a
0: beautiful story. I think mm-hmm. people don't. I didn't know about the kidney. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that's so beautiful, and it makes me love Lloyd's carrot cake even more. Yeah. See, this is why I never go on a diet. Why would I go on a diet when I can support Lloyd's carrot? Cake? Honestly,
1: it's it's very it's it's very hard. As well, I don't know. You can't see this is going to be on uh, audio, right? But. I was, I am, uh, I'm a very, I would say, uh, thick <laughs> build. I have a thick build. And, you know, that. I think that comes from me always wanting to quality test. And, <laughs> oh, oh this, this slice is broken, but let me just make sure that it, it has the right taste. And honestly, when I, I had to literally cut, I had to. Sometimes I had to stay away from the store when I go on diets because, uh, like, I I can't just like not take a slice sometimes, and it's just. So you're not sick of
0: carrot cake at this point.
1: You would think that I would be sick after all these years, <laughs> but it's it's funny. Like I'll go on my little hiatuses. Um, but, you know, since I was a kid, even my mom telling me the story. I don't personally remember this, but my mom and dad tell me that when I was a kid, my father was working out of the basement of my grandparents' building, that whoever was watched, supposed to be watching me, the babysitter, was not doing their due diligence, and I ended up falling in not frosting. <laughs> uh, so um, since, since a toddler, or baby, I have just been... I have been tied to this carrot cake. And for me, it's it still hits from... It's the
0: same mm-hmm. consistent.
1: Yeah, and, and we stick to the same recipe. And, you know, we use all natural ingredients. Um, there's no preservatives in there. We get all the raw goods from, you know, pretty much our, you know, you know the markets in the South Bronx. So, um, yeah. It's, you get
0: the carrots from Hunts Point produce market
1: uh not from Hunts Point Produce I think we get it we get it from uh like Victory Foods okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so
0: now do you eat carrot cake in other places and like mm, like throw shade at it no, like no
1: this is <laughs> I, I purposely don't do that because I just know that it's not gonna be the same um And people have, some of my friends have reached out and they were like, hey, you know, I went to this place and I tried a carrot cake and they'll text me. And I'm like, what? It was like, it did not taste good at all. And I'm just like, why would you do that?
0: I won't touch carrot cake other than Lloyd's.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I have not found anything close to it. I mean, the carrot cakes that I've, I've tried before, they just don't have the the same type of flavor or moisture and that's not that's not to them no no not to them that's just you know their recipe but I just think we just have I think we have the recipe for carrot cake
0: well I you know I want to dive into Thanksgiving and Christmas and holiday times because I you know we're getting there and it's like literal madness like when you drive down Broadway like the days leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas the line starts so early it's oh, literally insane. Um, so, like, when these times come, like, how many pounds of carrots are you going
1: through? Let me tell you. <laughs> so, I'm gonna be honest with you. When July hits, I'm like, oh my god, Thanksgiving is like five months away or four months away. Like, what's this process? I start yeah. freaking out. So, the the, the process is so we there's like some planning that we we try to go to, and, and before my mom passed, we. um You know, we would uh, we would talk about just how to take on the holiday, you know, the holiday rush, because I will tell you, it's very hard as a as a small business. Um, You know, you can do all the planning in the world, but, you know, when it comes, it just it comes and it comes with a vengeance, my <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And I'm, I'm not complaining, but man, is it, it is high stress. It's high stress for me. Sometimes I'd be like, Ma, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. She's like, Luca,
0: calm down. And is it, it's not like the biggest place. It's, so it's No, like, it's
1: not. It's not at all. So, it, and it's funny how it's just, it has just grown over the years. Like, because back when my father was, you know, when my, my father was running the store, we would be open on Thanksgiving. And it wasn't it wasn't crazy, crazy back then. Lloyd's was popular, but it, it, it did not have the, the 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 fan base and the community that it has now. But my father would work on Thanksgiving Day. You know, my mom, my grandmother would be home cooking, and my father would close up at about 4 o'clock. Um, he would sell the pie, you know, cakes, pies, whatever. And it was just, like, maybe him and maybe one or two other people. So maybe three people in the store at that time. So... Uh, let's go, we fast forward to, you know, my mom's running the business, it's 2000, you know, 10, 11, 12, the line's getting longer. The line's getting much longer, but my mom's like, listen, I'm not working on Thanksgiving. So we do, you know, we'll do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and now fast forward to now this line, people are lining up at six o'clock, uh, they're sitting in the car at 6 a.m. We won't open now. We don't open until nine, and they will. They will wait, and the line it, it go. People have told me the line has gone down to like Burger King. I no, it's insane. I you know I don't even get the chance to really take in you know, how long the line is. Cause I'm, I'm always in the back. I'm always trying to make sure I was always big on trying to make sure stuff goes smoothly. Like how to, how to, how can we streamline things? How can we make things more organized? Cause I will say like back in the day, we would just be like, we'd bake baking and then we'd be like, Oh, we have this order. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, no, no, we gotta, we gotta figure this out a little bit more. So I will like, we will tally all the, we will have a cutoff date now for orders and which is funny, we didn't have a cuddle date before. My mom would be taking orders the day before. Now we can't No, do you that. have to. You'd we go crazy. We can't do that anymore. So, um... You Ruth know, is going to pull that gate oh down and say, close, close. <laughs> <Gosh. laughs> oh, man. And it's it's funny, like, one day we do have to... There's There's got to be a way to capture that process because it is, it is it is a crazy time. I would <laughs> but, say
0: get a videographer, but you don't even have room for that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> have room, I don't even
1: have room for the people working in now. That store is time. so and packed. Okay, it gets so packed with, like, just six people in there. So um, it's just, you know, like, right now we are um, you know, just trying to figure out, um, you know, right now it's like the baking process. So now we, we now bake overnight leading up to Thanksgiving, right? So from now, not now, no, now. Oh. but from Sunday night, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, from that Sunday night, we start baking overnight. And what I will say is when my father started baking carrot cake, he would cut, um, about 300 pounds a week. So that's, Maybe uh six fifty pound bags of carrots you get a fifty pound bags so no now on a regular day in this day we are cutting up from um three hundred and fifty between three hundred and four hundred and fifty pound of pounds of carrots a day now now, so if we're going into if we're going into uh thanksgiving so like our that's Sunday, I need to make sure that we have carrots cut for sunday night as well as monday right because we're going to bake through the night and we're going to also bake monday morning and so that's going to be about 19 to 20 bags of carrots so that's going to be about what is that they're
0: 50 Two pound
1: bags, bags? yeah what is that about how many 50s what's 50 times what's, <laughs> no, what's 50 you 50, is that like 50 times 50 is times 50? that if is Ooh, that like a thousand a thousand pounds of carrots. It's a thousand pounds of carrots, that's, and that's just for the Saturday, Sunday. I
0: think at this point you should just get a carrot farm. Honestly, <laughs> carrot I want to figure
1: out how I can get, like, how I can partner with a with a farm, a, a farm that um, you know grows carrots. Um, there's there's so many things that I want to do. Um, just from a, from a production perspective, I want to be able to partner with someone who, who grows carrots. I want to be able to partner with someone who, you know, with cream cheese because cream cheese is is a very hot commodity and it, a lot of people and it, it gets it can get very expensive. Um, but um, yeah, so a thousand pounds of carrots just for, and that's just the one day. So if we're gonna probably go through. Maybe three, maybe three thousand, twenty-five hundred to 3,000 pounds of carrots that
0: week. Wow, that's a lot of carrots.
1: It's a lot of damn carrots, man. <laughs> now,
0: when you st- when the carrots are peeled and the baking process starts, right, mm-hmm. how long is the production from the beginning to the end when it's ready?
1: So I will say we invested, um, and, and, and shout out to, I got to shout out, you know, my family, because they are big, you know, they are big... Um, they're, you know the contributors to the ideas and 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 the production process I have to shout out uh, my cousin Ricardo who who actually lives in Maryland but he would come up a lot and help my mom um, and he's helped you know you know, research and find places. I also got to shout out my Uncle Erwin, who's helped as well. We finally bit the bullet and we purchased this um, carrot cutting machine because we didn't have one before. It was all hand cut. No, 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 not hand cut, but we would use an attachment. (laughs) We would use an attachment Uh to our mixer and we would cut the carrots there. But I had a horror story happen in my first Thanksgiving at the helm. My mixer that I had, it was a used mixer I purchased because we wanted to size up. We we wanted to increase the amount of cake that we could... um, the batter we could make, so we got a new, a uh, newer, uh, a bigger mixer. It was secondhand, but the motor—I don't—I think the person that sold to me the motor wasn't great. So literally, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, that mixer broke down. It was a 60 quart mixer, and I was all stuck with a 20 quart mixer. My dad's first mixer, and that's still—I like- had, yeah, it's still there. And I had a big breakdown because, of course, you know, it's just like you are going from being able to use. A 60 quart and a 20 quart to just using a 20 quart and you have to bake for a whole community of people coming to get cake. So I had a I had my breakdown, but I was like, you know what, this is this is probably my welcome to the party. Um but, uh, and your we, dad
0: was probably laughing like from, <laughs> oh, you see, that's my <laughs> old reliable <laughs> mixer. <laughs> um,
1: but you know, you know, now we have a sixty quart mixer. So from 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 start to finish, I would say, cutting the carrots, depending on how much carrots we were cutting is you know you have to you got to wash them you got to snip the before you cut them you still got to snip the ends too right so it's a it's a process it could be about a it can be like a four hour pro- if we want like eight bins of carrots it's going to be like a three to four hour process um and that's just cutting the carrots alone so then when you get to you know the making the batter um that is going to run you maybe about 45 minutes, depending, if, it, if it's just one person, because I've done it by myself, um, it can run me about an hour to get the batter done and weighing out the cakes and then getting them in the oven, um... And then once you bake, you know, finally when they're in the oven, you got to bake them. Depending on the size, we have like three standard sizes, right? So a six-inch cake will run you about between, depending on how the oven wants to act, it'll be between about 45 minutes to maybe like an hour and 10 minutes. A medium cake will run you about 120, 130. And then a large cake can run you about maybe like two hours. Wow. Um, So when people are like, how come you guys don't bake more overnight? It's like we do, but this is a process. The cakes take a long time to bake. It's a, it's a, you know, it's not like we're just baking a yellow cake where you just need right some flour and sugar and the cake bakes in like 20, 30 minutes. This carrot cake takes a while to bake, um and and to get it the right moisture, you know, the That's right the texture. Key. Yeah, you don't want to rush it because you don't want to burn it. Um, so you just got to let it run its course and. Um, So the the whole process, I would say, let's say we have our carrots cut and, you know, we're just doing like, you know, we're making the batter and baking the cake. So that part would be, I would say, about... uh I would say maybe about three, depending on the size of the cake, let's say three to four hours
0: to make the cake. Mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of love goes into that.
1: A lot of love goes into it. And, and, I, and I always say, like, you can't rush this process. You, you definitely you don't want to rush the process. You know, some people work to get stuff done quickly. Um, of course, you want to be efficient, but you don't, you never want to rush the process of a beautiful product.
0: For um, Thanksgiving, like, because you can freeze this cake
1: as well, right? You def- it freezes actually very well. Um, my mom's always said you can freeze it up to a month. I know of of a, of a couple that had it for their wedding, and you know how I think you know some couples they take the top part of the cake and they freeze it, and they froze it for like a for year for the
0: one year anniversary, yeah.
1: And they said, "Damn, this is not bad." And I was like, "Well," I said, "I'm not trying that, but <laughs> to know that they were able to do it and they they enjoyed it, I'm like, that's great." Um, and then if we if, buy it today
0: well. like how long like fresh not frozen how long does it last
1: I would say now that it's not it's not too hot outside I would say this good four to five days if you just if you buy it now and just leave it in the box and if you don't open it don't open it and you just like four or five days because there's been times where people have left like people haven't picked up their cakes and I'm like damn this cake wasn't picked up and I'll take it home it literally was like a week and I'll take it home and I said god damn the cake still tastes like (laughs) it was made yesterday and I think that is one of the biggest parts of Lloyd's um dna the the fact that we we bake on site um we bake on site daily um and for the most part you're not buying a cake that's 2 3 days old i mean honestly most people who buy the cake either it within less than 24 hours than when it's baked for the most right. part we can't even keep it on a shelf so they're buying it Literally, we're cooling the cake down so they can buy the cake.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. Now, I work um, all over the borough of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And Lloyd's is like a, a a point of contact, like a mm-hmm. point of reference. I'm, I'm like, I live in Riverdale. They're like, where's that? I said, you know, over by Broadway. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know Lloyd's Carrot Cake? They're like, oh, yeah, 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 on Broadway. I'm <laughs> like, right, like a few blocks away.
1: <laughs> so it's become like an institution here. Man, it's, you know, it is so crazy how... It's become such a phenomenon. And, I, and I, I'm I'm going to tell you, like, we've never really placed any type of marketing ad. It's all really been word of mouth. And it's all really been just the consistency of the product. Um, you know, of course, I guess our marketing would be like, I would take it to work, you know. Right. My mom would take it to work or, you know, my dad would bring it to school. Angie,
0: our tech lady, has a question. <laughs> Go for I have it. a question. Yeah. Because I used to take the express belt. Dump- Here, why don't you say it in here? Say it in here, sir. I'm like, over here. All right. So I've taken the express bus down into the city, and Uh I've seen a Lloyd's carrot cake on Lexington. Is that one yours, too? Yes,
1: yes. That's the same. So
0: you guys are on Lex and, like, Uh, 90?
1: Between 99th and 100th Street. Yeah, my mom opened that one back in 2010. It's like a a smaller, it's a smaller store, but my mom wanted to have a presence there. And actually, a a good thing to note is, it's literally around the corner where my father started baking out of my... Mom's Aww. parents, That's so cool. yeah. So um, yeah, we have that that location down there, um, it's still up and running. But my most of my pretty much all of my time is spent um, in the Bronx. Um,
0: now I'm gonna shout out. Now the carrot cake is obviously the. The talking point but you do have other flavors of cake people yes. love the red velvet mm-hmm. your my favorite cake that you make besides carrot of course is the black what is it called vanilla and chocolate layer black and white
1: is that the vanilla the vanilla cake with the chocolate frosting? oh my god Loka. yes the chocolate layer yes oh so that's uh oh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my god sister actually really loves that cake too she's like you don't want to stop by my house and bring me some chocolate layer cake <laughs> um Yeah, so we have about, beyond the carrot, we have, um, you know, I would say probably the red velvet is probably um, the second customer favorite. And and it is tied with the pineapple layer, which is our vanilla cake with pineapple filling, a buttercream frosting, and coconut flakes sprinkled on the top.
0: Now your dad sold, or he was just carrot. You expanded. No, no, no.
1: It? So my dad sold all of these. Oh, okay. Um, They're
0: all his recipes.
1: These are all of his recipes. I think my my mom tweaked a few things over the years in like the other cakes, but these are all you know. These all started out um, from my dad. I think. Um, um, what what what's newer on the menu is our. Uh, we have a black and white, which is our chocolate cake with buttercream frosting, which no, I is never just had a, that. yeah, which is, um, that one is fairly new. We kind of brought that out earlier yeah. this year. Um, and it's been doing pretty well. it, it we put it out and it, it goes pretty quickly. Um, but
0: those cakes you have to pre-order. They're not just ready like yeah, so
1: So those whole cakes um, you have to pre-order simply because we don't want to you know, make those and they just kind of sit because we know most of the demand is going to go towards a carrot cake. Um, so happy to make all those cakes if you give us at least you know two to three days' notice because, again, we pride ourselves on making sure that everything is fresh.
0: Yes. Um, and I have to say, I've never been... To Lloyd's carrot cake and had a stale piece of cake. Yeah, it's always always fresh and moist. Yeah.
1: We we always try to make sure that we're that there's no cake sitting on the shelf for right. for for more than two days, which honestly doesn't really happen. And now in this time, we um, we are uh, you know fall fall season is this is carrot cake season fall winter because uh, um, you know. It, the carrot cake is a winter's cake it's a cold it's a cold weather cake summertime it makes me nervous that's why we, we we reduce our baking a lot just because one we're working with natural products right we don't have any preservatives in there so we don't have any extenders so you know sometimes natural products when it's hot right? you know things might go a little left. So we try to just make sure we have enough for the day and maybe the morning of the following day until the next batch comes out that late morning, early afternoon.
0: So I wanted to touch a little bit. um, People may not know about this, but your mom, Mm -hmm. Betty, right? Betty Campbell Adams, Mm -hmm. was a community um, hero. And people still this day like you know betty is always mentioned at events she really was a pioneer in this community for many many things and here at krvc we're so proud to say that betty was our treasurer for many years and so it's nice to be back in the space that you know your mom helped build Mm -hmm. this this uh, community organization and you know i was a waitress at broadway diner in yonkers that's how you and i met many moons ago we won't give our age away (laughs) And I remember your mom just being so effervescent, coming in and on the phone. So such a busy woman, and this is before I knew any of any of this, right? Um, and just you know, she was just always so nice, and she always wanted her omelet with vegetables and sweet her potato fries. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and you know, just hearing her like organize these community things, it was just such like an inspiration to me. It's before I even had ideas of this. Mm-hmm. And then last year. Um, I was one of the recipients of Betty Campbell Adams Award and it was such an honor because she was such, just such a a dynamo in this this community. So it was such a a 360 Mm -hmm. for me because I just remember, you know, serving her egg white omelets. (laughs) And so it was so, it's really an honor, Um, you know, There's a street naming. It just got approved, right? Mm -hmm. Not too long ago.
1: Yeah, so we don't know when the exact date of the naming is, but it is beautiful to know that my parents' names are kind of etched in the community that, you know... Uh, you know they showed a lot of love too and this community showed them a lot of love you know um, it's a beautiful thing to see um, I feel like I'm a tall girl I have a size 14 shoe Wow! I have some very very large shoes to fill when it comes to my my my, my mom um, both my parents um and my mom, she was a she was a busy lady, and I mean, like, she lived a life because she would work hard, but she would also she would have her playtime, and she would, and, and it was more, it was well deserved. She earned every minute of the, of her vacations, and and then some, um, and just to see how she was able to handle herself in herself in so many different rooms, um, it was really cool. Like. You know, I I know, you know, from when I was young my mom, I always saw my mom as just like this regal lady. Um, you know, from when she was working, she started out um
0: She was very statuesque yes. and very yes.
1: And she started out in master control at uh, Teleprompter. This is like in her cable days and you know the Then she went into marketing with uh, Paragon Cable, which then turned into Time Warner Cable. And she was the director of pay-per-view on demand. And she was, I want to say, a very... um, she, she played a pivotal role in bringing like Bollywood movies to, you know, pay-per-view and the whole, you know, getting independent international films wow. on cable. So all those um, movies that
0: our grandmas were like, if you pay, if you press buy now, I'm going
1: to throw So my mom was definitely back in the day, back in the old cable days when I'm saying okay, wow. like 90s, we, we, we all know about the select and enter days back on a pay-per-view. So that was, that was, that was was a my mom was a big part of that um and you know so cool you know just also being involved in you know all those big pay-per-view fights and just managing that and she'd have to manage you know making sure that the fights were hitting the air again in you know very large um occupancy establishments like like the hustlers club downtown and if there was anything wrong they would have to call my mom like so a lot of those times my mom like those big fights my mom would have to work in at, she would have to be working on Saturday nights at, uh, you know, like in Master Control. And I was looking forward to it because I know she was going to come home with pizza. And, but um, she, she, she did some great things. And I, she, 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 I really wanted to look at her. She was the reason why I wanted to work in marketing and television. That's what you do now? Um, yeah. So I, I, I work in uh, marketing and promotions for a broadcast company. Um, and then, um, you know, the way that she was able to just pivot. And at one time she was doing her full-time job and she was also working Lloyd's um, with my dad, while my dad was was sick and then after my dad had passed. So she was doing both and And I'm sitting here doing both and I'm just like, Lord, Betty, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> and being a mom and doing uh-huh. everything else. And- yes, yes, and I was just, and she was just so great at it. And, and never complained. She, and she didn't, she didn't really complain. She would just talk about how she was tired, but you know, she she didn't really complain at all, um, and I, I, I do just I know like one of her missions was to just continue to, in, um, you know, inspire the community, um, and um, whether that be through through carrot cake or just through you know just just giving back, I I also want to continue that legacy of hers. Right. Um,
0: What's a fun fact about Betty? Like her favorite TV show
1: or... So I will say... Well, in our later years, her later years, me and my mom would always have these inside jokes because we always we always watched Martin. So um, there was a there's a character on Martin, and her name was Bernice, and I would be like, "Hey, where's Bernice?" And there's a character on Myra, and she would call me Myra, and we would have all these inside jokes about Shanae Day and all this stuff, <laughs> and. Um, th- that was a show that she loved. She was a big CNBC person, so she was always watching. We were always watching American Greed, and we were like, dang, at this point, we just should put our money in a shoebox. Um, and then we would always watch, um, you know, she would, one of her favorite, I will say one of her favorite Christmas movies, well, her favorite Christmas movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. She loved that? Mm-hmm. And my parents were really big on Christmas. My father was a very, very big Christmas person. I will say, literally, like December first or maybe November thirtieth, he would put on his Nat King Cole um, record, and the first song we would hear is uh, the Christmas song. Then that's how I know, like, oh, it's that time.
0: And nobody sings it like Nat King Cole. Yeah, even to this day.
1: My dad was a big. My dad is a big Christmas and I was. I was. As a result, I am too. But. These days, it's so hard for me to kind of like take it in because I'm just so busy. Every year, I'm like, I want to enjoy the Christmas season. I want to do all this stuff, and I'm just like, next thing I know, it's December first. <laughs> it's December first. But they were big on holiday. They were just really big family people, very close knit. So the thank, you know, like the Thanksgiving and the and the Christmases, like those are, those are very big times for me, just because, you know. I was, oh, you know, we were just so close and they just brought us even closer together at those times.
0: Are there any uh, other local Riverdale businesses you would like to shout out?
1: Local Riverdale businesses, well, we got to shout out the the, the the businesses that, you know, neighbor Lloyd's Carrot Cake on the block. Of course. Um, I got to shout out Tortoise in here. Um, love Hi, their wings. Anthony. Hey, Anthony. <laughs> um, you know, they've been such great you know, great supporters They, you know, they, they, you know, they just, they also kind of look to my mom for, from, for some insight when they, when they took over the business. I got a shout out El Parque Deli with, uh, Neff and Cuba, uh, Lauren and the team. Um, Neff has been like a, I would say like a small business, big brother to me, um, just with helping me in certain things as I, you know, stepped into the role when my mom passed away. Um, And, you know, he's just been super helpful, so we always got to shout him out and support him. Get your coffees, waters, (laughs) sandwiches, um, beverages from there. And um, also, uh, what's our guy's um, The Last Stop? Uh Uh-huh. Love, you know I, I actually walked into there walked in there for the first time and tried their food um earlier this year and i said what the hell was taking me so long that food so good, was right? so good remember
0: shortstop yes shortstop, Yes, that was the point mm-hmm. let me tell you after the bar oh my yes.
1: god that was place. um what's else Salvatore soho i just got some some i was craving italian and got some food from yeah. there last night um uh, am I am I missing it? You know the, the bill Bots, the. on Billbot. Mm-hmm. There's
0: just so many good. There's places. so many
1: places. Um, Adios, Adios oh, love, on Riverdale yeah. Avenue, and they just had a cool customer appreciation. You know, Dollar them Slice. Slices. Yeah. That was dope. I wanted to go over there, but I was so busy with my job. I had to do like brainstorm and I'm like damn I'm not gonna be able to dine in because <laughs> it was like dine in only <laughs> um and you know uh, what's that Riverdale bagels shout out to yeah. them um I mean these There's are just so many yeah. yeah and these are just like the places that I go to because I'm just like a creature of habit and I I, I might be missing someone but please don't don't blame the heart please because I want to shout out everyone shout out
0: team Lloyd's
1: and I gotta shout so listen um, I we would not be here without just the, the amazing staff, and I don't think we would um, have gotten this far without just the commitment and dedication to the people that um, come and work for us on a daily basis. Because I will say, Lloyd's Carry Cake, like the work is very laborious. It's it's not an easy job. Is it? Is it? Is it? Does it take? Um, I will say it does take skill, um, but. Uh, you know, doing the same thing over and over, and you know, you're standing on your feet. Like, it takes a certain type of person and commitment to do that. Um, so, we got to shout out our OG at Lois Carrot Cake, Miss Root, Root from Jamaica. Ah. Um, she is, she has been. I don't, I don't even, how do you explain it? Like, she is literally the cornerstone of Lloyd's character. She's like your auntie. She's like my aunt. And, you know, sometimes we get in arguments and she'll give me that look and suck her teeth. But then she's like, you're my boss, of- but I'm still going to give you attitude. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, she, she talks to me like I'm her child. And, and then, I mean, I, I tell other people, I'm like, listen, she's the real boss. I just, I just give out the envelopes at the end of the week. But, um. She's been amazing and um she shows her commitment in just making sure that we are consistent in what we do and making getting on people when they're not putting in the right amount of stuff or if they miss something um she's 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 really great and she's you know she's she is the epitome of tough love mm-hmm. <laughs> um but you know without her I don't think we would have gotten to where we are today also want to shout out Santos um, and Omar, who have been working in the store. Santos has actually been um, with us um, since, I want to say, the early 2000s, who actually started out on the truck with my dad um, delivering cakes. Um, and then when um, further down the line, he was interested in learning how to bake, which is, you know, it's always good when someone wants to learn another facet of the business, um, and so now he is one of our lead bakers, um, and uh, you know we have some some ladies from um, West Africa, Tionsa, Edvige, Harriet. Um, they have been pivotal and just you know they frost our cakes. They also include, you know are. Involved in the baking as well. And, you know, they've been committed to us. Uh, Edvish and Tionso have been here for maybe about seven years. And um, Harriet is going on, is going to go on three. It goes by so fast. And then we have a younger crew now, which, you know, kind of came into play. Um, We had, you know, I would say 2021. We had one kid who was actually Tion's son. His name is GD, um, who had started with us since he's, when he was 13. He's 19 now. Um, And he has become like my, he's become like my little brother. He has become like a right hand to me. He, um, I want, I empowered him with just, kind of like learning more beyond just you know cutting slices and making boxes because i want the younger kids that work there to be empowered like a lot of feel like a lot of times you 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 hire a kid you just want them to do something you just take care of a responsibility and that's it but if you if you have a certain perspective i this is the perspective i have especially with small business when you have a small business you have access to literally every facet of what it takes to run it successfully, right? So that's customer service. One is customer service. Two is the operation, the production process, the logistics, um, marketing, you know? And I, empower, I try to empower all the kids that are there now um, to, you know, think about those things, right? Um, you know, what can we do? And that can be from, you know, how can we, you know... Uh, facilitate the the Thanksgiving process. You know, how can we um, work to get people who have pre-ordered their orders quicker than, you know you know, everyone just being online at the same time? Um, so I try to get their wheels thinking so they're not just, you know, kind of like on this one track of okay, I just have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. I want them to kind of like understand like how everything gets tied together right. and and so and I always want them to ask questions but I don't want them to have to wait to you know if it, you know I don't want them to have to necessarily wait to ask me to do something. I want them to be able to like okay, I see that this needs to be done, and I see that this can help this, so I'm going to do it. You know what That's I mean? That's awesome. And I always just want to make sure the biggest biggest thing is that you know the energy in Louis Carrie Cake is is right. You got to have a good energy because if you don't have a good energy, that will feed off either behind you know internally and externally to the customer. And I always tell them. That the customer, that they are, the younger kids who work with the customers, that they are the first and the last um, part of the experience for the customer. Because the cake can be amazing, but But if they didn't have have a good experience with the person that gave them the cake, they're going to be like, "Mm, I don't know. yeah. But... um, you know, we have. A, 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 I think the younger crew that we have there are really, really good kids. And we, Ruth
0: wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, some are friends. Some are. Some are uh, brother and sister. Some are. You know, they're all related in one way. We have one who's who's. Uh, a young girl named Janelle whose dad who, Alex is on the truck, and her uncles are Santos and Omar, who work. in so That's the big, better. Keep it because yes. you know. So when we say family-owned and operated, we are family-owned, and families help operate this business. And
0: sometimes when you're working with family, they're tougher on you than
1: yeah. a regular
0: job. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And and we just we just kind of want to make sure that we're, you know, um, we're just keeping a a, a rich organic. Um, you know, DNA within right. the business. You well, know, I just um, want to
0: tell you that, mm-hmm. you know, for me, and I, am sure everyone will agree with me when you bring that Lloyd's carrot cake box to a party or Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I drive it to Jersey. I brought it to Massachusetts. Every, it is such a conversation piece. When people take that first bite, where in the hell did you get this?
1: You know, it's so funny because we have been in situations where it's so, it's after seven o'clock. We should have been closed already, and people are still trying to get cake for Thanksgiving, and they are literally like, "I can't go home without the cake. Aww. I cannot. They're not gonna let me in. They're not gonna let me at <laughs> the table." <laughs> and my mother has to figure out something. Like, do you make some backups? Way. Like a
0: few backups just in case.
1: Well, luckily, this last this last Thanksgiving, we we were able to get some. Uh, we were able to have some extra cakes because somehow Thanksgiving morning, I got a call when I was in my bed because it was a heck of a four days for me. Some a friend called me or texted me and said, hey, what time is the store opening? I said, the store is closed. We're not open on Thanksgiving. He said, look, you have a line outside. And I said, what? He was like, there's a line outside the store right now. I said, but how, the, 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 we're closed on Thanksgiving. So I literally had to get up and go to the store. There was literally 20, like 20 people online. Uh-huh. And I said, I, luckily there were some cakes inside. And I said, okay, please go across the street. Because you see, a, people see a line, they're like, oh, oh I'm okay, gonna I going to get in. on the line too. So I said, okay, go across the street. It was funny, my, my cousin drove me down. And I said, um, I said, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> What do you want? What do you want? And I took, I went inside we put the cakes in the car and some in the trunk and I was literally went oh, made it It's like a an turn. undercover operation yes it was like I was I was like oh my god and it's like I'm selling drugs out the car <laughs> and I'm literally selling my, my my cousin has video of me selling cakes out of the window because that thing will be on the, the Riverdale car. Facebook group oh, so fast Lloyd's is open on Thanksgiving and <laughs> oh my life. god to
0: get a whole crowd
1: luckily those people who were waiting did get something they were like that is so nice of you thank you so much and <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm glad I was able to moral of something. the story people People pre-order your cage. Pre-order, and 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 that starts like what? What are we at? Man, honestly, you can just start start. I I usually say November first, just to keep it um, um, you know, just to neat and simple. And we keep it open for about two weeks or until we just get too many because we we try to limit it to now. Now we try to limit it to like maybe seventy five pre-orders a day, right? A day. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I want to thank you so much for coming, Loka. Thank you, thank you for sharing your story thank you. thank and you so for much. what it's worth coming for me. I think that um, you are make you and your brother are making Lloyd and Betty very proud, and this is something that's going to be here for many many years to come. And their legacy is ingrained in this community. Like that's you know, there's no denying that. So you should be really proud of thank that. Thank
1: you so much. I my my main goal is just to continue that and. Um, Cause I always like I don't want to be one of those businesses where they're like, oh, the kids took over, and I just did not do it. And I'm I don't like, know, I anybody just want, saying that? No. I just, I just want, I just want their story to continue to live on. I want Lloyd's to continue to live on beyond my years. Um, and uh, thank you um, for continuing to provide a platform for these small businesses in Absolutely. the community. Um, thank you for your commitment and dedication to 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 wanting you know, Riverdale to flourish and the community to flourish and you know, all the best and success and love to you.
0: Thank you. I do have some carrot soup in the fridge for lunch. You don't want that?
1: No, I'm good on the <laughs> soup. I'm good on the soup. You know, my, my mom, my family are big soup folks. I am not a soup person. I had one soup. it's was for my grandmother and it was a black seem, a black bean soup. That's the only soup I would eat. Black okay. bean soup. I was thinking dumplings. about doing
0: a little like a coup with carrots oh, so I was like, I can't put it through the... <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Riverdale. Thank you. Until next time. Thanks, Luca. Bye. Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laura 4 at gmail.com. Join us next time.